Greetings, my friends. Hope you're having a great week. Finally, the weather is getting warmer and it's getting nicer. Days are getting longer. I hope you're feeling that updraft that comes with uh, the nice new season. And if you live in a warm climate, then uh, I'm sure it's all kind of the same for you. But uh, up here in Canada, it's a really welcome change and uh, starting to see some flowers blooming and some leaves growing back. It's honestly a welcome sight. And so I hope you're hanging in there. I know this whole COVID thing has been a very tough, long slog for many people. And um, yeah, I just hope, hope out, you know, as you're listening to this, you are maintaining your optimism and uh, looking forward to the future. Um, <clears throat> so today I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about this idea of learning on the client's dime. So, um, you know, when you specialize, you bring a lot of, uh, there's pros and cons of specializing. You, you bring a lot of experience, you bring a lot of best practices, you bring a lot of um, very nuanced, very highly contextual knowledge to the work that you do. And that can really kind of fast track the work you're doing. You're not spending a lot of time figuring things out. Uh, which is one of the main benefits. Now, not specializing uh, when you are more of a generalist, first of all, you use a lot of cognitive load. So you end up working very hard to come up with a good result. You end up having to do a lot more research and a lot more, um, you know, groundwork in order to get very similar results that, that uh, others might get at a very quick, quick pace if they were specialized. So uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but the, the issue is sort of, you know, when you're not specializing and you're constantly learning and reinventing the wheel, even if you have a very good approach to, to marketing in general, even if you're very good at, you know, breaking down problems and, and getting, getting clear on, you know, positioning and the, the customer and why people buy and you have a really good process vertically or horizontally rather um, at large as a skill it still takes a lot of energy and you're actually still doing a lot of learning ultimately on the client's time. So you're moving a little slower. The client is paying you to figure things out and to learn. Uh, but when you specialize, you move faster, less cognitive load and the client is really paying you for the fruits of your labor. Now it doesn't actually run into, like, I don't see that really as a huge problem other than sure. Like we definitely don't want clients spending more than they should for you to figure out how to solve their problem. Uh, although that can, you know, that's sometimes part of the job. Even if you specialize in an industry, you still have to solve problems. Uh, and that's how consulting works. If it were easy, uh, everyone would, would, would do it. They wouldn't need to hire you. Um, but it's this idea of really efficiency. So if you're constantly reinventing the wheel, first of all, your sales process is harder because you're really undifferentiated and people have to take a chance on you. And ultimately that creates downward price pressure and, uh, you have less confidence and, uh, your clients will have less confidence. So, um, you're constantly trying to kind of, you know, demonstrate your expertise, but you really don't have that level of specialized expertise. And, and that really shows in, in how you convey your work and, and yourself as well as, you know, clients will pick up on that. So it introduces more micromanaging, more difficult sales processes, more, um, uh, you know, downward price pressure. And, uh, ultimately, you know, you're, you really, it becomes difficult to scale. So when you specialize, uh, which is really hard to do, uh, it, like in, if you've never specialized before, it feels very restrictive, you know, picking, you know, a, a fraction of the, the bigger market first, whether that's B2C or B2B, and then maybe picking a few, a few verticals within that are really going to help you say, look, I'm in, I'm specializing in B2B or B2C. And here are a few of the verticals. Here are the few industries that I've, that I've got the most experience in. Although sometimes, you know, I take clients outside of that can really work well. But eventually, once you've done work for enough clients and you've seen the same problems recurring over and over again, that's when you really want to double down on who your best clients are and maybe what their vertical is, and then kind of pick one and start optimizing and building around that because that's where really that's really where your business will start to grow and create scale and leverage. And it's really difficult to do that when uh, you're not specializing uh, 
because you, you really don't get to build up any sort of single audience and single playbook and single, you know, you, you can't generate info products as easily because you're, you're not really uh, applying it to a very sub-specific level, which is like a market vertical. So, you know, ultimately everything is harder when you don't specialize. Sure, you might, you know, you might be more receptive to more opportunities that come your way, meaning opportunities may come and you could be in a position to help a bunch of people. Great. But, you know, as someone who specializes, I still get opportunities that come from outside of my areas of specialization and I'm able to help them when, when it's aligned with my existing skills and, and interests and, and willingness and desire to help them. So you still get those opportunities even when you specialize. Um, but really you want to be thinking is once you specialize, then you get to build up, a, you get to look great on paper. It's, it's easier to know how to actually market your own business as well as your client's business because you know where your client, ideal clients hang out. You know what content and problems they have, what content they're interested in, um, what conferences they go to. And you can ultimately start to kind of spider your way into the industry and kind of grow a business. And then in the process, every single client you work with develops your methodology, makes it more efficient. Your systems get better, more more repeatable assets, uh, less figuring stuff out, less research. And you'll have all kinds of things like a swipe file and all kinds of examples and documentation and you know more like uh, how to, how to, you know, documenting your process and there's all kinds of benefits that come with it. And that's really where the consulting business will ultimately take off. So if you want to be an agency and, or a consultant and do it generally, that's, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but the more you specialize, the more leverage you have because your systems and your assets are going to grow. They're going to be repeatable. And then down the line, you can sell your methodology. You can sell your system. You can sell your thought process, um, as a standalone product independent of you and like an info product or, uh, membership or even group coaching or other group stuff, one-to-many stuff, subscriptions. There's all kinds of things. Um, maybe even software one day, but you can't really do that effectively. It's really hard to, to just to sell general marketing info products, you know, to the world. So all that is to say is like, yeah, you can get by as a non-specialist. And in fact, in the beginning, it's okay to start a little broad and then specialize as you go. But if you really want to kind of grow and increase your um, your income and your reduce your, you know, your time intensity for each client and, uh, and spin off more ways to monetize your expertise outside of just selling your, your time, uh, specialization was where it comes in. So again, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, the learning on your client's dime piece is, is a factor and you have to be aware of that. Um, uh, frankly, the less time we're spending learning on the client's time, the better results we're going to get and the more efficient we're going to be. So it's really the, you know, whether you care about that or, or care about the efficiency of your own business, you should care about both. Um, but specializing has all of those benefits. Now there's a great book range and why something I can't remember. Um, it's called range and, uh, and it basically talks about some of the pros and cons of it. And yeah, like there's a time. In fact, I think being a specialist is fine as long as, and I think you can have some generalist, um, tendencies. Uh, so I think it's okay to like bring examples from other industries, occasionally work with people from other industries and generally do a few kinds of things that are outside of your core competency. I think that's perfectly fine. It's only going to make you smarter and more capable of solving challenges. And that was one of the things they said was don't specialize too soon, uh, as a young person or whatever, you know, be open-minded to, uh, working with a, a broader number of people and then eventually specializing as you go and bringing all this diverse experience in with you. And that's really helped me as well. So I, I do believe you can kind of toe the line. I think you should market yourself as a specialist, but have a, you know, keep a door open if someone comes along, that's a good fit for you, which they still do by the way. Um, and yeah, uh, that's probably the best way to become better and better at your job, more efficient 
and you can always change it down the line. So anyway, that's my case for a specialization for today and why it's benefit to you and your business and your clients. You know, I don't want you learning on your client's time because uh, it's more of an indication of inefficiency on your end of things. Uh, so yeah, hope that helps. And I uh, send you off for this weekend. Go out and enjoy the fresh air and I uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye for now.